0: live from atop the
1: Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio. Show. Talk show.
0: All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that I wish refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for January the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2024, and man, we're tearing it up. Yeah, they say Mickey Mouse has gone evil now. Because copyright ended and public domain starts. That just shows where our society is headed and what people will do given the chance of immorality. It's a disgrace. Mickey's not evil, according to the true Walt Disney. I don't mean the company, I mean the, the man with the vision uh, who's now with his maker. I'm talking about, look, it wow. Disney paying the price of their woke agenda. Uh, go woke, go broke. The reality of that will be more true in 24 than ever before as well. We talked about Tucker Carlson announcing his own network and that others are doing so. We talked about the top 10 underreported stories of 2023. And so we named 10 of them that came from the Family Research Council. They highlighted 10 that I agree with. They got a new website called WashingtonStand.com. Check it out. Like your newsstand, right? Washington Stand. It's great. Anyway, they highlighted 10 stories, and I agree with all 10 of them that they highlighted. They're very good, very well-selected, very well-chosen stories. But what I thought would do now is I've got James Edwards with me. thepoliticalcesspool.org, Uh and I thought what would do now is we would let James and Sam come up with one story. If you look back at 2023, what is the most important story? I uh, and, and I want to highlight that and really um drill in for a minute because I think this is critical. It isn't the story that's the most famous. It isn't the story it has the story it's the story that has the most repercussions or or influence or what what in the past reflects on the future—it's that kind of stuff. So you can pick anything in the world that you want to, James. I've got—I got I, I to break, bend the rules
2: a little, and say it's a one A and a one B. They're interconnected, uh, but but slightly That's not breaking the rules. Different. All right. Well, I would say the biggest story to me in twenty twenty three was the resurrection of Donald Trump. It's if you go back to November of twenty twenty two which was just barely over a year ago, although it seems like an eternity ago in some ways. You remember the midterm election, Sam? Ron DeSantis was riding high. He was the heir apparent. He was the future of the Republican Party. And in many ways, it was understandable why people were saying that, because Florida, in a a year that was not so good for Republicans at the election, uh, at the ballot box, uh, Florida just took over everything. Florida was just blood red. It went from this purple state to this deep, deep, deep red state, and they just swept everything. Whereas Republicans outside of Florida uh, didn't have um, a very good, a very good year, and and that all just fizzled. I mean, Ron DeSantis just didn't have the it factor. He didn't have the Char- uh, charisma, he didn't have the sizzle to go with the steak, and he sort of fizzled. Whereas Trump, who at the very same time in November of 22, as you may remember, Sam, announced his bid for the White House. He announced it like two years early, and it was at Mar a Lago, and it was sort of like a muted, not his normal high energy type of presentation. It was widely panned by fans and critics alike and it just people were just saying this is the beginning of the end of trump now fast forward a year the left's moby you know trump is moby dick and the left is captain ahab and all of this stuff that's come up over the course of 2023 with these arrests which is again related to what i'm talking about the arrest the Criminal trials, 91 felonies, facing uh, about 1,000 years in prison, if he's convicted on all of them. That's the story. That's the story. And it dovetails into uh, the the second biggest thing, I think, of 2023, which is the Israel-Gaza War, which has absolutely tanked Biden. It has absolutely tanked Biden. Uh, with his base, because they are sort of uh, pro-Palestinian, and, and and Biden is more in the hand of the Israeli lobby. And so it's just called a big uh, schism there amongst the left. And right now, again, all of this is interrelated. The biggest story of the year. I guess I had to put a word on it, Trump. But according to the polls right now, the system polls, the polls that he never led, either against Hillary in 16 or in Biden in 20, Trump has a lead, not just nationally, but in every swing state, they say. So that's the biggest story. The Trump arrest, uh, the DeSantis fizzle out, Trump's resurrection, his arrest, all of these overhanded heavy tactics uh, that the left has used, and Biden uh, cratering as a result of this, uh, his mismanagement uh, or his positions related to Israel and Gaza. So uh, all of that. That's interwoven and uh, sets the stage for where we are right now this first week of 2024.
0: Excellent commentary, a killer breakdown, ladies and gentlemen. The political resurrection of Donald Trump has been something to behold. There's no doubt about that. The question is who's engineering it, it really it comes to mind. Is it really the mainstream press is losing this or do they have an agenda in it? I don't really know, to be honest with you guys. I, I, I don't have a crystal ball and I'm not on the inside enough uh, to really answer that question. It's hard for me to say what's what they have control of and what they don't. So I just look at it and I embrace everything good and I reject everything bad. All right. And so that relates to my story, believe it or not, which is interconnected to both of James's two stories. All right. So this political resurrection of Donald Trump and this split tanking Biden regarding the uh, immoral wars that we find ourselves drug into. Mine is two words, and then I'm going to explain it. The two words are without evidence. Okay, James, for several years before and culminating in 2023, the mainstream (laughs) press would love to say without evidence. Donald says this without evidence. So-and-so does this without evidence. So-and-so. Okay, that's only part of the story. The without evidence is the key, though, because the mainstream press led with that for a long time even though we had evidence. They said, oh, without evidence, we claim there's election fraud. By the way, our next surprised guest coming up in minutes will tell you uh, a little bit more about without evidence, okay? But anyway, without evidence, uh, election fraud. They, we, they make that claim without evidence. Then Donald Trump, this, without evidence. That, okay, well folks, it is without evidence in 2023 that they took the former president of the United States and they literally said he committed an act of insurrection. To the point where it went to Supreme Courts of States. (laughs) It went to uh, leaders of states, um, uh, secretaries of states, etc. And they literally said he's guilty of an insurrection. And it's been established. The current president of the United States spewing out of his mouth, hey, we know Donald Trump committed an insurrection. There is no evidence of an insurrection because there was not one. (laughs) There was no insurrection at all. Millions went to hear Donald speak. Hundreds of thousands went to the Capitol. Only a very few entered the Capitol, and most did so without realizing they were doing something wrong. And most did so with the police allowing it and encouraging it to occur. And so they make this claim about Donald Trump without evidence, without even filing charges, without due process, without any conviction of any kind. There's no charges against Donald for an insurrection. You can't claim he's an insurrectionist. So this without evidence now goes, comes full circle. And not only have they done it to the top man in the country, Donald Trump, from a presidential point of view, or some would say the bottom of the country, because I believe the counties are the leaders, then the states, then the federal. Okay, the tail does not wag the dog. Got it? Good. We, the people, are in charge. But I digress, except to say this. Without evidence, not only have they done all those things. But without evidence, they claimed that, listen, that it leaked from some animal, uh, you know, carnival or venue, some meat, whatever. They lied without evidence. They knew full well that COVID leaked from a lab. I believe it was intentionally leaked. Eventually, maybe we'll get there. I have the right to my opinion. But the fact is, it's now blatantly admitted to that they had no evidence, and the evidence They knew, and they denied it. So without evidence, they made the the claims on COVID. Without evidence, they're going to try to convict Donald Trump on insurrection. And without evidence, and this culminates from top to bottom, without evidence, moms are terrorists because they go to the local government school and say, I don't want Johnny to think he's a girl. And I don't want Johnny to think just because he's white that he's somehow a bigot. I don't want that. And so mom, without evidence, is a terrorist. And without evidence, they have basically lied, slandered, uh... Libel, slander, and defamation against Sam Bushman and James Edwards and Richard Mack. Without evidence, they literally say that we are the nexus. This got literally on the congressional record by these criminals without evidence that we are the nexus of hate, anti-government, and white supremacy in America. And it all comes back to this without evidence point that's the story without evidence they can lie and shut you down and without evidence they can promote things that are not true they do it all without evidence and that's what they accuse us of even though we can point to evidence very fascinating cross stories story if you will
2: no i you're absolutely right and you got me excited and pumping my uh, my fist as i listen to you break it down and, and of course you know going back a few years ago uh, without evidence, I was alleged by a major daily newspaper in Detroit to be the leader of the Ku Klux Klan. And it's one thing to say things and allege things without evidence, and then, uh, you know, it comes out to be true. But w- how about you know all the stuff we're talking about in my case and in your case and in our you know joint cases? You're, they're saying it without evidence, and it's an outright just lie, and they know it's a lie. So that that's another thing. You can have not evidence and be right. How about not having evidence and and being wrong, but being maliciously and purposefully wrong?
0: And that's, but that's a not having there. evidence to the claim you make, but even having evidence knowing and proving the contrary. That's the case with Donald Trump. Look, there is no insurrection, he's not even been charged with an insurrection. You can't say that he's guilty of that. That turns America completely on its head. Okay, you can't do that. Same thing with Sam and James. Where do you get that Sam is the nexus of hate, anti government, uh, the nexus of white supremacy in America, where do you get that from? There is zero evidence of that. There's zero evidence that you've been a leader or a member of the KKK. No evidence whatsoever in the court even acknowledged there was no evidence. But no. Well, this cares, goes back right? to, you know, Sam, if you stop
2: beating your wife. I mean, that's all, but all you got to do is just allege it. then people wonder, people wonder, well, is it true? I mean, why would they say that? There's got to be something there, right? It was nothing. Yeah, well, smoke, it was just fire completely, there, James, made up, completely made up. Completely made up. Uh, and uh, you know even admitted by the by the judges who decided that but anyway despicable uh, uh, example of the, the travesty of American jurisprudence but yeah now if uh, if you, you want to look uh, uh, just I would say this going this year you know a couple of predictions Trump's going to win the Republican nomination uh, it, it, the Republican party is continuing to be remade in his image you, you, you know all of these people are uh, Liz Cheney Paul Ryan Adam Uh, Kinzinger, they're all gone. Uh, I don't think the Supreme Court is going to Buck Trump, I think they're going to allow him to run for president because this is another thing you got to look forward to this year. I mean, I say looking forward to it, you know, hide and watch type of thing. You got a constitutional crisis with all these states saying he can't even run for president because of the Fourteenth uh, Amendment uh, over the, the insurrection, which again, as you said, never even happened. So how could he have, you know, led an insurrection if there wasn't even an insurrection at all? It'd be the first insurrection in the history of the world where you know law enforcement officers are ushering in people who think they're going on a tour or something. I know a few people, you know, engaged in some mischief. But it wasn't some sort of insurrection. Insurrection is an armed thing. These people were completely unarmed. Uh, I think uh, the Ukraine thing ends. I think Russia prevails there, which they always were anyway. Uh, I think you'll see probably a widening of the uh, regional war in the Middle East. Uh, and then these court cases. You know, I, I. You know, will he get convicted? Will he won't? You've got three different jurisdictions, heavy, heavy, heavy democratic uh, jurisdictions in Washington D.C., Fulton County, Georgia. And New York, he's got a lot, I mean, that thing is going to play out this year. And you got a lot of uh, rifts within the Democrats. A lot of people, Cornel West, Jill Stein, RFK Jr., going to kind of uh, break the, uh, you know, shake things up over on that side of the spectrum and pull people away from a dis- uh, affected uh, uh, a group of people who, uh, aren't high on Biden. So, but here's the thing: you know, what are the Democrats going to do to energize their base? Okay, 2016, 2020, you had BLM, and in 2020 you had COVID and BLM. The summer of George Floyd, all of these people were given the green light, uh, light to riot. You know, is that going to happen again? Um, it's all going to, you know, we're not going to have uh, a long time to uh, to wait to find out. It's it's going to begin unveiling and presenting itself in real time in, in the next. In a few weeks, we're in 2024 now.
0: Well, and ladies and gentlemen, what you're going to see is a comeuppance for all the without evidence dishonesty and lies. And, for example, without evidence is one phrase. The next phrase that I will use related to my whole point is withholding of evidence. We know in the Ammon Bundy case, the government withheld so much evidence from the defense. They withheld, they call it a evidence. Uh, information in other words facts in the case when they were doing discovery they withheld all that information they got caught doing it and Ammon walked free and they had to shut down the whole case because of government corruption we're now seeing without evidence the reality on the covid uh, situation that they covered it up and lied and had no evidence for what they claimed you're gonna see that uh with the um j6 stuff as well because without evidence they've convicted all kinds of people james they convicted Stuart rhodes And they lied and said, oh, he didn't have anything to do with the government. It's not true. He was working with the Secret Service. So that's a big lie. In order to prosecute Stuart Rhodes, our dear friend over at um, uh, Oath Keepers, they literally had to pretend that a guy was in a place that he was not. And he testified that he saw and did these certain things. We have evidence with the same time markers when he was making those claims that he was somewhere else now because the video came out after and this evidence about Stuart Rhodes <laughs> working with the Secret Service came out after his conviction. So, ladies and gentlemen, you watch in 2024. We, the people, better demand this. Now, listen, Stuart Rhodes gets over 18 years in prison. But the guy that literally went into the Capitol and was encouraging people to go into the Capitol and all over the place, Ray Epps, now they're talking about maybe giving him six months, maybe. What do you think of that, James? Well, you know, that's
2: another thing, with evidence, without evidence, and then just outright, I call it, I don't care if it's a judge doing it. I, you know, a judge is infallible. A judge, you know, can't be uh, corrupted. A judge can't engage in, 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 in criminality. I mean, I it's it, it borders on criminal, you'd have to say. I, I just, how can you reconcile these courts, letting... Go scot free, people who engaged in literal terrorism, BLM and Antifa, burning down cities, sacking police stations. These people, if they ever had the misfortune of being arrested, they get bailed out by you know celebrities. They get bailed out by Soros, and then the charges are dropped. And in some cases, you've seen people who were engaging in an arson and terrorism get paid for their trouble, get paid. You know, there were payouts uh, recently in, in, in a situation involving some of these people who had been arrested. And then in the meantime, in the meantime, you've got, and you interviewed him, Sam, uh, the, the gentleman uh, who put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. What he's, what's he doing now? A life sentence for putting his feet up on Pelosi's desk and taking a, a, a card off of her table? Which really, it to me, to be is years. nothing more than
0: trying to have a souvenir that would have been given to him freely uh, if he was on a tour. The cops literally give up this kind of tour. Now, I'll tell you what else happened. Uh, this shaman or this QAnon guy. I don't know if you know this, but videos now come out where Trump did tell everybody to go home via twit, Twitter. Uh, and uh, this, this um, QAnon guy, or whatever you want to call him, uh, he literally went out and told everybody, go home. Donald's asking you to go home the government made it act like Donald never did any of those things Donald did and this guy did this guy that's now been convicted the video comes out after all their convictions so this is what I mean without evidence and evidence to the contrary is coming out and when it does it's gonna change the game so watch that in 2024 will you please Uh, Anyway, I really thought would bring that up because federal prosecutors are now only seeking six months of jail time for Ray Epps why Stuart Rhodes 18 years <laughs> Stuart Rhodes didn't go into the Capitol. you can say well Stuart Rhodes he was he was gonna go ahead and do the insurrection for Donald not true Stuart told all of his team to leave their weapons outside of the quote gun-free zone and Stuart Rhodes never went into the Capitol. and now we find out this reality check that you know what Huh. <laughs> It isn't as we were told at all. So you expect that to be the case. And I'm, I'm telling you right now, six months for Ray Epps. Think about that for a minute. This guy was literally encouraging people to go into the Capitol. He went in. He was criminal. He was breaking down barriers and fences and everything else. And they first tried to let him off the hook. And we've been pushing back so hard. They're finally looking at possibly six months. But if the prosecutors are looking for six months, likely he'll get three or two or time already served or something goofy. Um, this two-class tiered system has got to go, and we the people better get wise to it in 2024 and demand a change. Final story before we let James fly. It is great news. A dear friend of ours just invo- endorsed Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, and it's an interesting tie, to say the least, between these two. I love it. James with the details.
2: Well, this is a press release that the uh, Vivek Ramaswamy campaign issued just yesterday for immediate release January 2nd, 2024, uh, out of Iowa. Today, former Iowa congressman, grassroots conservative leader, and America First patriot Steve King endorsed Vivek Ramaswamy for the 2024 presidential nomination. And... uh, The press release goes on to read, Most people are sheep when it comes to making endorsements, but Steve doesn't do what he's supposed to do. He votes his conscience, and that's why I respect him. Steve King was America first before it was cool. The likes of Steve King and Pat Buchanan, who, of course, gave me my start, uh, were the OGs. He doesn't back down from a fight, and he certainly doesn't bow to the establishment, said Vivek Ramaswamy. And Steve King, for his part, uh, had this statement, which was included in the press release. Vivek Ramaswamy is going to shock the world at the Iowa caucus because... He is the only candidate in the race who's had the courage to oppose the CO2 pipelines here in Iowa, to publicly oppose the climate change cult, to commit to pardon peaceful January 6 protesters on day one, and to end birthright citizenship for kids of illegals in this country. If you want someone who's going to take on the deep state and speak truth to power, then vote for someone who is going to speak the truth to you. Join me on January fifteenth in voting for Vivek Ramaswamy, the next president of the United States," said Steve King. So I got to admit, you know, I know Steve, and um, I've talked to him um, many times on the radio and off the air, uh, and I know that he was a uh, someone who, you know, really was in Trump's corner uh, throughout uh, the, the past. Well, so and what it they try
0: to do is pull that white supremacy card on Steve and on us and on everybody else. But now that he's teamed up with Vivek. Here's the deal. Vivek ain't white, but he sure is right. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. You give me a choice,
2: I got the choice. Vivek Ramaswamy or uh, the white Joe Biden. I'm going with Ramaswamy every time. This guy is right on the issues. He's got uh, a lot of panache. He's got that moxie. And uh, he's talking about the Great Replacement. He's talking about uh, the things that, frankly, a lot of white people are scared to talk about. And I applaud him for that. And so it's definitely uh, an interesting thing. I didn't see that coming out of Steve. I understand why he did it, and I respect it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Trump, apparently, according to the latest polls, is up like 40 points in Iowa. But we'll see.
0: Anyway, I find it very interesting Indeed. We talked on Monday with Lowell Nelson, who goes down to Mexico every Christmas uh, and does humanitarian aid and assistance and support. And they just brought some appliances to some poor Mexicans' homes so that they uh, could do their laundry and different things like that. And they do these acts of service and pass out presents to poor neighborhoods in Mexico. Uh, And I, uh, again, Lowell's a little embarrassed that I brought that up because it's kind of a private thing that he does. He's not embarrassed about the racial aspect. He's just embarrassed because he doesn't, he wants to be kind and do his acts in Mexico. Secret, without recognition, without recognition, and so. But I brought it up because I want you guys to know who we are behind the scenes. So now you've got Lowell Nelson literally serving in Mexico, serving his fellow man there. Uh, you got Sam Bushman highlighting that. You got Sam Bushman uh, having on a, a, a guy who blatantly says I'm Mexican and love it, but I'm an American too. And we have on him. He's hanging out with Amon and Bundy in this. And now you've got James Edwards backing the not-white-but-right Ramaswamy over the white guy Joe Biden? How does this work for their race narrative, James? Talking about without evidence. How does that all work? I'll tell you what, we got to do, we got to do what's right for the country. And uh, when given
2: that choice, that's, uh, that's an easy uh, decision to make. And uh, we'll see where Ramaswamy goes. You know, you and I were talking about this last night. Uh, it's certainly unlikely that he's going to. Win Iowa, even with uh, the great Steve King endorsing him. Uh, Certainly, even less likely that he's going to win the Republican nomination. But that's not to say that this doesn't end in some sort of a cabinet appointment. Uh, You know, there's there's uh, certainly some glittering consolation prizes out there uh, that uh, don't necessarily end with you in the Oval Office if you perform well in the primaries and you do things the right way and you speak truth with courage and resolve and ramaswamy has certainly done that so we'll see uh where his star ends up in the political constellation later this year but uh, been a
0: good uh, good run for him the last several months no doubt about Maybe that we need to publicly endorse ramaswamy too what would they say about that he ain't white but he sure is right liberty roundtable <laughs> live thanks james thanks buddy
3: Your
1: daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA News, I'm John Schaefer. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden are delivering a New Year's message to the nation.
0: Well, my hope is that everybody has a healthy, happy, and safe New Year.
1: In a pre-recorded interview on ABC's Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seacrest, President Biden expressed his optimism, stating that he wishes for everyone to recognize that the United States is in a better position than any country in the world to lead the world. The conflict between Israel and Hamas persists in the Gaza Strip, and Israeli forces spokesperson has indicated that the military offensive in Gaza might extend throughout 2024 as their forces prepare for an extended period of combat. Tensions in the Middle East escalated over the weekend when U.S. helicopters engaged in gunfire with Iran-backed Houthi rebels in the Red Sea. Meanwhile, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu remains firm in rejecting any calls for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Tsunami alerts have been reduced in areas of Japan that were heavily affected by a significant magnitude 7.5 earthquake and subsequent powerful aftershocks. Residents in certain regions of west-central Japan have been taking refuge on elevated terrain as the recent earthquake-induced minor tsunamis. Various locations have reported damage, and local hospitals are actively providing treatment to the injured. California is making history by becoming the first state to provide health insurance to all undocumented migrants. Governor Gavin Newsom expressed to ABC News that he believes everyone should have access to high-quality, affordable health care coverage, regardless of income or immigration status. With over 2 million undocumented immigrants in California, experts estimate that extending health insurance to this population will incur an annual cost of over $3 billion for Californians. And a fatal shark attack occurred in Hawaii, resulting in the death of a 30-year-old man swimming in the waters off Maui. This is USA News.
3: and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation.
4: Introducing managed IT services from NPI. We offer top-notch data backup and recovery, email spam protection, and network security tailored to your needs and budget. With 20 plus years of experience in the medical field, our HIPAA-certified consultants know what it takes to protect sensitive information. Don't settle for less. Give us a call at 801-706-6980 and experience the difference with managed IT services. Remember, your IT support should be fast, efficient, and reliable introducing prepstartsnow.com, your ultimate guide to readiness and peace of mind. We offer practical preparedness tools, training, and education to take your family's household readiness to the next level. Browse the prep shop for essential products, check out our planning guides, and stay informed with our prep blog. Visit prepstartsnow.com and subscribe to our emails for exclusive offers, new products, and future events. Remember, preparedness begins with prepstartsnow.com
0: all right ladies and gentlemen sean hannity trying to flex his conservative muscle celebrates his move from new york to florida i kid you not sean hannity moves from new york to florida uh, basically highlighting that you know conservative values matter. And my response to you, Sean, I appreciate that uh, effort, that step in the right direction. But if you really want to get some uh, real conservative chops, then why don't you have on the guest that I'm about to have on? It's an open challenge, Sean. Guest: Catherine Engelbrecht, well-known founder and president of TrueTheVote.org doing a phenomenal job, partners with CSPOA, partners with everything we do. We're grateful to have them. And, man, has she got an announcement for you. Welcome, Catherine.
5: Hey, Sam. Thanks for having me, and thanks for the challenge. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, let's just have old Sean throw down. Come meals. on now. He won't there do you it, well. Really. No, I don't, I don't think that they will. Fox. Uh, I haven't been on anything Fox-related for, I mean, since – since the movie, since 2000 Mules, that that well, was pretty well it.
0: Your well, announcement right now should be something that Sean should absolutely be willing to honestly share with the American people, shouldn't he? I mean, this is newsworthy. It's probably the biggest news event of 2024 so far. I know it's only been a few days, but it's huge.
5: Yeah, it's, um, I think it sets the tone. I think it absolutely sets the tone.
0: All right, go right ahead. Go ahead with your announcement, Catherine. I don't want to. I don't want to steal your thunder.
5: Yes the the announcement the uh, the announcement is that uh, yesterday in federal court the the sorry Sam I'm having a bit of an issue here yesterday in federal court uh, in in a multi-year case uh, Fair Fight versus True the Vote the the judge decided in our favor uh, in full and um, the takeaway from that decision is that, and there's uh, so so many ways to approach this. But you know what? What brought us to a courtroom environment to begin with was that we had helped Georgia citizens file what are called in Georgia elector challenges, um, asking counties to look at ineligible records of voters who had moved away, and therefore the, the voter rolls were in nowhere near you know the the level of accuracy they should be for elections. And that drew a web, that drew a lawsuit from Fair Fight, and um, it was a three-year slugfest, ending yesterday, for the moment anyway, uh, with with a favorable decision from the judge saying that what True the Vote did uh, was not illegal in any way. And and the most important takeaway of all of it, Sam, is that it fortifies the path for other Patriots who are concerned about the accuracy of the voter rolls and were watching this lawsuit to see what was going to happen to us. Uh, Now that we have uh, paved the way, uh, more patriots are sure to follow, and that bodes well for elections and for America as a whole.
0: Now, I want to point this the irony out about this. So headline says, True the Vote Triumphs in Courtroom Victory. That's the headline, True the Vote Triumphs. In courtroom victory. So when you see all these clowns in the mainstream press without evidence tell you how evil and bad and wrong and confused and whatever true the vote is, I'm just going to repeat the headline. Breaking. True the vote. He, Triumphs in courtroom victory. Now, let me talk about this because this group is called Fair Fight, but they were not engaged in a fair fight at all, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to me. True the vote defeats, quote, fair fight. Stacy Abrams. Mark uh, Elias and the Biden Department of Justice in landmark election case in Georgia, in federal court in Georgia, I might add. Now, this isn't a fair fight when you've got the Justice Department and all these other different people involved and everything else. You guys are single handedly taking on the world, Catherine, and you won. Indeed. Um, You
5: know, it was a it was a. A lonely three years where there were a lot of times that we you know quite couldn't quite make sense of, of why we were standing alone um when when clearly this was such a monumental case and it would have been nice at any point to have had help i mean look at and uh you know a handful of other groups have steadfastly stood in support but there are groups that have Election integrity platforms that could have come and and bolstered the effort You know, we always see on the left where there is where there is one there are many and and with Fair fight no different They brought in I believe five different law firms Uh, They had, you know, all kinds of support on their side and and we we fought alone Um, But I will say this too. We were not the only ones named as defendants in the lawsuit when when true the vote launched the project back in December of 2020, there were citizens that were doing their own um, smaller uh, elector challenges in their own respective counties or just in different ways. And uh, in in one press release that was posted on our website, I acknowledged – or not acknowledged, I thanked the – and acknowledged other patriots who were Trying to do what they could to, to keep accuracy and, and trustworthiness in their elections, and named five individuals who were hard at it there in Georgia. So not only did Fair Fight sue True the Vote, they sued all five people that I named in an, in, a, in the press release in the order in which I named them. They they appear in the lawsuit. Fair Fight didn't didn't know these people up from down. But they did, they, they, they sought to do as much collateral damage as they could by dragging five private citizens through the mud, uh, you know, through the vote, sadly, and I am, and, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's part of the, you know, part of the, the shtick. I mean, this is just what happens to our organization, and I've become very accustomed to it. But to to turn the lives of private citizens upside down, just in an effort to try to hurt us was, was pretty breathtaking and disappointing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I'll tell you what else is breathtaking. It's been quite an experience. A lot of what they've done uh, is not only without evidence, but contrary to the evidence that they know. These people in Fair Fight and the Justice Department and everything else, they know there are forms to challenge these things for a reason. Those don't exist because true the vote's just out in the weeds and crazy. Okay, this is a legitimate, proper response, uh, a way to obey the law. But a way to hold them accountable this is all legitimate and they know that from the start so it's one thing for a fair fight to do this but backed literally by the justice department by stacy abrams to my in my humble opinion she's a well-known communist that's my opinion to which i'm entitled Catherine didn't say that i did uh, but all i'm telling you is you really took on the world here uh, you did so on a thin dime but really they want to do lawfare and just basically run you into the ground and run you out of money before the truth can be had and in this case they lost and what a start for 2024
5: indeed we are we are thrilled and and i hope that to all of your listeners it is new wind in your sails and and uh, you know a much needed affirmation that citizen engagement does matter that staying the course we could have settled this we we could have made the you know made the ugly go away but that wasn't the point. And the the need to stay the course, you know, do the do the hard thing, not the easy thing, is what true the vote's always been about. And and so hopefully this is um, just a, a shot in the arm to the patriot community to, to see that it does matter and there is justice and 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 certainly uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say it is also a tremendous answer to prayer. We've had countless thousands of people praying on behalf of, of True the Vote and of myself and of Greg Phillips and our, our work. And, of course, the movement of, towards election integrity generally, and, and it all matters. Uh, so we're, we're just thrilled. We hope it, it is an indicator of, of great things to come, uh, one of still you know, a handful of lawsuits that we're dealing with. But a big victory yesterday, and, and just so honored to be able to share it with you and your listeners.
0: So Sam Bushman throwing down the gauntlet to Sean Hannity, have on Catherine and highlight this true story. We're having a little bit of trouble getting enough traction for it because they don't want to report the truth. How about Tucker? This is a great story for Tucker to take on.
5: Yeah, I have not reached out to him yet, and I may I may do that yesterday. We should because he's just promoting his. You can
0: He's promoting his new network yeah. right now, and this is a great time to jump on and say, look, we've been vindicated in the courts here. Uh, and this really is going to fly in the face of all the media that's been telling you how uh, ignorant and confused and wrong on the issues that True the Vote is or was. Or, okay, This changes all that in a very meaningful way. Even the courts agree that what we're doing has validity. Oftentimes it's not about is there election fraud. It's about, hey, these roles are not accurate. Okay, that, okay, it's like the birther thing for, for um, you know, um, Barack Obama. Sometimes it's not even about the birth. It's like, where are your origins? And who are you? And what, okay, it's that thing. There's broader questions than just was this or was there election fraud? It's about saying, look, there are ways to go about correcting the voter rolls. We want to use every legitimate uh, opportunity at our disposal to ensure that. That's what True the Vote is about, right?
5: hundred percent correct. I mean, bad voter rolls, inaccurate data, you know the, the, the old age old saying bad data in bad data out. If the voter rolls are inaccurate, you are you are asking for trouble from from the very beginning of an election. Voter rolls must be as accurate as they can be. And to see the level of, of pushback, Evidenced clearly by the lawsuit, but there's many, many other instances and examples I could share of, of pushback that that we and, and others get when you try to 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 have these conversations about what we can do to clean up the rolls. The, the the inaccuracy of the voter rolls can only be at this point said to be a, a feature, not a bug. There's no there's no reason for them to be as, as poorly maintained, and this isn't just. in 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 georgia or in an isolated area this is a problem nationally the the data and the technology exist to resolve identity residency and citizenship in real time every time so the the fact of of and let's be
0: clear we don't have a problem if we admit that the voter rolls aren't accurate the problem that we have is when we try to improve that accuracy they either say we're nuts or say we don't have any authority to do so. Both are incorrect.
5: That's correct. That's that's exactly right. And so the chilling, the, the goal here is to have a chilling effect, right, to say sit down, shut up, you can't do anything about it, the roles are going to be what they're going to be, you have no place in the conversation. And what we, what we proved through this lawsuit is that citizens do have not only a place but a leading role in this conversation because the government is not, Going to improve the process. They're quite happy with the status quo. If we want to see change, it's we're going to have to dig deep and and battle hard. But there is change to be had. And and you know, again, yesterday's win was was an example. And it is now um, is now to patriots to pick up that that torch and continue to carry it because it's clear, at least on this front, the front of election rolls and and citizens. Uh, role to play in, in their maintenance is has been clarified by the court and sh- should be a shot in the arm for any listener that wants to make sure that their own local elections are as accurate as they can be.
0: And the reason I want to report this in such detail like I am is, one, I think it's a huge story, but two, those of you who have put money into True the Vote, your money is going to a legitimate cause, and this is absolutely hard proof That what we're doing matters. True the vote defeats fair fight all the way to the Justice Department in federal court. Now, think about this. Catherine points to prayers uh, as one of the great solutions, and I couldn't agree with her more. Okay, it is the answer. But also taking action. And you sent out in one of your newsletters that that I'm on a statement that I love. And I talked about it a few days ago when it came out and I want to bring it up to you and have you expand on it because I think it's really critical. Catherine of True the Vote, after all the lawsuits and all the abuse that she's taken, literally thrown wrongfully in jail and everything else in 2023. Okay. She comes out with a victory as 2024 kicks off. That's huge. But here's what Catherine said. And this phrase really, to me focuses on how we, the people can be involved And Okay. Catherine Engelbrecht, founder and president of True the Vote, says this, quote, trials, tribulations, and hope on the horizon. Think about that for a perspective as we go into 2024. What is it going to look like? And with that perspective, what do you think, Catherine?
5: You know, I, I think that the dark is going to grow darker. There there will be some some real challenges that we've got to face because we are, at this point, fighting— for that, the last signing city on a hill, America is it for freedom, and and we've got to be keenly aware and um, not just aware but accepting of the fact that this is we are we are born for such a time. This is the battle of our generation, and it's no small one. Uh, so that's real, that's happening. But the hope is. That so many more millions of people, you know, True the Vote. Well, I started True the Vote in 2009, and at the time that, that we started True the Vote, the, the 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 gutter sniping about the organization from the beginning was, why are you, you know, why are you concerned about election integrity? That's just you're 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 playing at the margins. You're nipping at the edges, and and my argument was always, it's 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 the fundamental. and and cornerstone process that when it begins to fall apart and it is falling apart everything falls on top of it so everything we are as a country presupposes a free and fair election now there are a lot of people fighting righteously in in other in other areas and those fights must continue as well but for us it was about election integrity and there weren't nearly as many people aware of the very real problems that we face with, within the eroding process. Now there are millions and millions and millions and millions of Americans that are saying, hey, something's wrong. We need to galvanize those newly aware people and say, okay, take it and translate it to your local elections. Go and volunteer. Get involved. Stay plugged into True the Vote and other groups that are now doing meaningful projects that, that wouldn't have really seen the light of day in, in just, you know, just a few years ago. So that's why there is hope is because America, when we stand together, there is nothing we can't do. And I believe that the American people are now deciding it is worth fighting for. It is worth getting engaged and, and, and serving to make our elections better, to make them trustworthy. It's the citizen's responsibility. We have, we have, Forgotten that somewhere along the way, but we're remembering now, and it's an exciting time. In 2024, I think it's going to be challenging, but as the dark grows darker, the light too will grow lighter.
0: I want to talk about your message of hope through all this because I agree that it's going to get worse before it gets better. I agree we have an epic global battle on our hands between God and Satan. I agree with all that. We want to stand on the side with God Almighty. Therefore, we win in the end. We know that. But this message of hope for 2024, regardless of the trials and tribulations, is what I really want to focus on. Folks, this is the kind of stuff that makes leaders. It, it separates somebody that's popular from somebody who has true, has a true moral compass and who has real leadership skills. We're going into this even though we see the darkness coming and we see the challenges ahead with hope on the horizon. This is critical, Catherine, for us um, I, I think if everybody has this view, it'll really make a difference in terms of our outlook, how we behave, the mojo of our actions. I mean, everything is wrapped up in this, what your core focus is, and it's on hope, it's on solutions, it's on opportunities, and it's believing that we are a nation on a hill with a light to shine. Um, I think that's really critical that what you've said there tells me a ton about who you are and about what you want us to be focused on uh, in 2024. I think it's, it's incredible, and I think we need more of it because that's what gets people engaged. Uh, that's what motivates people, and that's what turns people to God. All of the above matter, Catherine.
5: Abs- absolutely, yes, and I, and I believe it to the, the core of my being. There is every reason to be hopeful about what's in front of us, because we are a nation founded on 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 godly principles. We have we've forgotten that. We've fallen away from that. You know, every day gives us a new opportunity to, to move in the in a better direction, to to die to self, and to continue in a, in a better path and. I think that's where we're headed. I feel that's where we're headed and there's every evidence to believe that's where we're headed. That's what we have to, to hold to. You know the other what's the other alternative? Right? I mean it, it, there 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 is none. It's it is now is the time to let let the 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 days of the past be the past. Focus on what you can do. Take one right step forward every day choose to be engaged choose to be a part of the solution choose hope that's a choice you know it is it is that's a verb choosing hope is 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 an action verb hope be hopeful and and we can do this victory is ours but we have to stand together and choose it and I believe that America is and will and it's 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 an exciting thing to be a part of And we're all in it
0: together. Amen to that. As we look to 2024, I realize that they're going to try super hard to commit election fraud. The ways to commit sin are are innumerable. The ways to commit election fraud are innumerable. However, we have put a lot of things in place that will make a difference, though. This is an epic battle, but we've done a lot more than people think. They don't want to report on it, so you don't know about it. But there's been a lot of changes to the good, too, Catherine. Absolutely,
5: yes. We've seen states. Begin to rein back in the wholesale mail ballot bonanza that that we saw roll out in twenty twenty under the auspices of the pandemic. Uh, that is now states of state by state basis have taken uh, taken efforts to bring some some controls around the just wholesale ballot mail mail ballot madness. Um, we have seen states that have chosen to remove. Drop boxes. States like Georgia that has now have very they have very few drop boxes, only on on located inside of buildings that can be monitored. And then states like Wisconsin, for example, that's gotten rid of drop boxes altogether. Huge improvement. And then a lot of We're states have got states-
0: out of that have jettisoned Eric too, to where we can actually have more yes. transparency about the voter rolls. That's huge.
5: That's exactly right. And again, going back to to what underpins it all citizen engagement. If citizens hadn't demanded those kinds of changes, they would not be happening. Government would not be looking to make these changes on its own. Trust me when I tell you, this is the result of citizens saying enough is enough. And it bodes well moving into 2024 that that citizens are willing to stand together and, and make those tough calls because the politicians will listen to their voters because they want to stay in office so we just have to keep flexing those muscles and pushing towards trustworthy elections.
0: Now for 2024 as far as i understand truevote.org uh, has been updated and refreshed with new resources and more,
5: right? Yes, we are we are posting new trainings. Um, lots more resource material coming in, in you know as with every passing day we're adding new things. And um, doing a lot more in the space of, of voter registration and checking your registration. In fact, we have a fun project going on right now called 50 for Freedom, where we are challenging people to make a list of 50 people in your world. And you may initially say, my 50 people, I don't know 50 people. But just think about people you come in contact with every day and then have a little fun. Challenge yourself to find a way to ask these people if they're registered to vote. And, and it might sound something like this: You go to pick up your dry cleaning, and you 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 maybe have never had a conversation more than you know. Here's my here's my dirty clothes. Give me back my clean clothes. But on this occasion, you say, you know what? I'm just I'm just going to ask you. It may sound a little crazy, but are you registered to vote? Because I have decided to talk to everybody I know and make sure that, that all Americans are ready to participate in the 2024 election. Are you registered to vote? And if they say yes, well then, then you're right. If they say no, you can point them directly to true the vote. And in fact, we have a QR code that accompanies this campaign that people can share and, and just encourage people to be a part of the process coming in 2024 to make sure their registrations are accurate, uh, active, and, and get people registered if they're not already registered. Little things like that, before you know it, you'll have 50 people in your sphere of influence that you can follow up with and make sure they're voting. And you don't have to be a political professional. Just, just make it a very lighthearted question. I'm telling you, Sam, little things like that make all the difference.
0: We're flat out of time, ladies and gentlemen, but I'm going to finish her statements by saying this. I'm Sam Bushman, and I endorse this message. <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have got to get involved. It is we, the people, that are the key. And thank God for moral, honest leadership. Uh, we got to work together. We got to stand with the organizations that are true blue, and truethevote.org is one of them that I highly endorse. Catherine, we celebrate your win with you, and thank you so much. We'll
5: talk soon. Thanks so much, Sam.
0: There she goes, Catherine Engelbrecht, TruthTheVote.org, doing a phenomenal job. As always, they won in court. Where's Sean Hannity and the rest of the crew to report the truth when it comes out, huh? Thanks so much for being alongside for the ride. I am Sam Bushman, and we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.